0: Hey guys, it's Linda here. Uh, In this episode, I did something that I hate. I hate it when uh, podcasts who uh, specialize in something specific say, I don't know when they're talking about something about that subject. So uh, I decided to make it better. If you would like to learn more about, a little bit more at least, about uh, Lisa Marie Presley and Nicolas Cage, uh, stay tuned after the show, and I I stuck on a little report, if you will. <laughs> Thanks, and sorry. Cage. Cage.
1: Cage. 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 I could eat a page for hours please
0: greetings and salutations this is cage's kiss the ultimate cage cast where we discuss each of the national treasure cinematic masterpieces and his life we also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character that week my name is linda but you can call me the cheese
1: well, and you're all alone. I'm Donnie, and you can call me whatever you want for about $100 an hour.
2: <laughs> and my name's Adrian, darling, and you better tell me that she ain't never going to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been toying out and I'm all alone, all alone in this world. I ain't got no pension or nothing. <laughs> just
0: tell me what I want to hear. I got to get my
2: mojo working. I, I sold my soul at the crossroads and I'm having me a mint julep.
0: This week I'm going to call Adrian Razzo. <laughs> today we're discussing Nick Cage's directorial debut, Sunny, his directorial one and only Dur- directorial uh, debut.
2: I think I don't think this movie's streaming, so we were all unfortunate enough to see it on disc, um, and uh, the DVD uh-huh. has audio commentary in which Cage and the producer go lightly there, uh, discuss how this is Cage's first movie directing. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's 17 years later and it's still the only one.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was in uh, 2002, uh, yep. written by John Carlin, who apparently it, wrote it while he was in prison.
2: Yeah, he wrote it while incarcerated in 1977. Oh. It was his first screenplay. and uh, he He did a lot of writing for television. Uh, in fact, I think this is his only theatrically released movie, technically. Um, and he died not, not too long uh, after this film. He died seven years later. One of the commentaries is from Carlin, so we get his view on it. Um, but uh, he did TV movies like Lethal Vows with John Ritter and Marge Hellenberger, which I've actually seen. Aww, it's the startling John true Ritter. story of a doctor slowly poisoning his ex-wife. Bum, bum, <sighs>
0: R.I.P.
2: John Ritter. R.I.P. John Ritter. And we love you. Uh, speaking of speaking of cinematic greats, apparently uh, Tommy Wiseau is a great fel- fan of uh, of Sunny.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is this is a hard movie to search out, by the way, because apparently they made other shits called Sunny since then, and there's some fuck awful Disney Channel show called Sunny with a Chance, the name of uh, which makes yeah. me want to stab puppies.
0: With Demi Lovato.
2: I don't know who that is. What, That's I, the, for the best. what I do know is that this week's movie cost four million dollars and grossed one hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars. <laughs> so you know, uh, better uh, better profit margin Oof. than uh, Christmas Carol the movie at least.
0: True. Yeah.
2: Um, there are uh, there are no critical quotes on the DVD case, by the way. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it, it did go to theaters, but nobody was really watching it that weekend. They were out watching Made in Manhattan. And uh, Two Weeks Notice <laughs> and Drumline with Nick Cannon, <laughs> oh. among other things, you know. Uh, wow. But uh, so this, yeah. is, this, is a, this is Cage's directorial debut. So Cage is, uh, is mostly behind the camera and not in front of it. Um, Cage does uh, have a small part in it that he was contractually obligated to do. Um, Which just
0: amazing. He, yeah,
2: he, uh, he plays Acid Yellow uh he didn't he didn't want to play the role they they kind of made him so so he's all he's all made up he's in a wig and glasses he's got a fake nose and in the commentary he says he wanted to disguise himself out of the movie as much as possible but you know it's it's it kind
0: of makes me think of his character in Deadfall
2: yeah um, it's sort of uh, of of that level You're...
0: Somebody just tried to kill me, man! <laughs> Cut his face! Cut his motherfucking face! Yeah, yeah
2: acid yellow. You
0: know, his delicate creature. I want to suck Sonny's dick. <laughs> so I guess we should summarize. Oh uh, yeah, well,
2: well yeah, tell tell us tell us about it, Linda. Yes, tell us about Deuce Bigalow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sonny uh, is coming back from the war. This is set in 1981. 1981 in New Orleans, darling. Yeah. He's coming back to uh, his home in New Orleans and uh, his mom wants him to keep uh, tricks, I guess, because uh, surprise, he, she trained him to be a, um, a sex worker and she wants him to go back to doing so to make more money. And uh, she wants him to team up with a new girl, Karen, so they can make lots of money. But he doesn't want to. He wants to live a normal life. And he wants to uh, maybe write books or work as a, a bookseller. And uh, in which case, she says, you don't read. <laughs> you ain't never read a book in your whole envelope a knife. <laughs> i swear to goodness
2: gracious why don't you just go back to me really using you as a whore and being an aging madam in new orleans that's just how we do darling
0: so basically he just wants to go to a like a normal life and which to his him his is texas city just, for some reason yeah. apparently and his world just won't let him and uh he kind of sort of falls in love with uh the character karen uh, the the other uh, sex worker who his mom's trying to get him to work with, um, he goes on a date with a uh, a square.
2: She really but, is square. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: she is. Um, and he has a great time. He sees the kind of life that he wants, and he just loses his shit when he finds out that she's actually addicted to cough syrup.
2: Yeah, it's the 1981 cough syrup. It's the good shit.
0: Yeah, with codeine, <laughs> it's all
2: she's got, she's got a full closet full of bottles of this codeine cough syrup. Yeah. And he it out. It's like, you're a goddamn junkie. You normal people are fucked up just like us non-normal people. And he starts chucking them.
1: <laughs> I'm better than you. <laughs> and, she, and she's oh, like,
2: man. no, my medicine. And she's got the big blonde <laughs> hair. And she's all
0: made up. I'm better than all you fucking squares. <laughs> Yeah, one, oh my one god! Of and see. we got so close to seeing Frank Frank Penis, but yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, talk there's about There's a that lot
2: later. of naked. This is James Franco. This is an early role for James Franco. Um, uh, interesting fact, by the way, I found out. Uh, James Franco actually has quite a few directorial credits. Yeah, uh, he's there's actually 39 of them on IMDb, um, in, in, including his television work. But like, he's done I think at least 10 like full length movies. And so like, the Disaster Ooh. Artist was by no means the only one. No. yeah, no, I haven't seen any of the other just ones. the last
1: either. one before the sexual harassments. Sexual yeah.
0: harassment?
2: Being in Hollywood means sexual harassment. It's the rules. <laughs> 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 you know, you see, there's this little lobby, you know, that she got passed through. It's kind of narrow. And to get through into Hollywood, you have to crawl over the casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> and then to stay in God. Hollywood, you have to mind the couch for a while.
0: In our bonus Jeez. episode, Adrian will tell us the story of how he became Hollywood's biggest starlet.
1: <laughs> See, let me tell you what you got to do in the Hollywood. Prob.
0: In the Hollywood, it's kind
2: of like the Kodak film or the Jell-O pudding. You know, you can't necessarily wait around for consent. I mean, it's like the new Coke. What am I saying? I sort
1: of ramble on. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> On our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: yeah! I, I remember when we were making that that film and in, in college, and uh, I remember your audition tape, and you were like unbuttoning your shirt, crying, saying, "Do I have it yet? Please don't make me take it all off." You want to be a
2: star, don't you?
0: <laughs> oh. uh, so, uh, a little uh, around this time, uh, Nick Cage, because I, I, as you may remember from the previous episode, he had filed for divorce from uh, uh, Patricia Arquette in 2001. In uh, November of 2002, he married Lisa Marie Presley mm. and they divorced like four months after that. So whoopsie. who
2: didn't marry Lisa Marie Presley?
0: <laughs> seriously i think i'm trying to remember if this was i think this was after no this was before michael jackson married her, wasn't it, or was I'm gonna, it after? I'm
2: gonna, i mean it's, it's all a blur really you know
1: <laughs>
2: hmm. oh i mean let's face it we were the ones who would actually like watch the movies and like you know like try to try to pay attention to them but the other ones like oh you know those two are fucking in real life did you know that? Did you know they're <laughs> fucking? Oh my god! And they and they have a kid. And you know what? It, I hear that he's really nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, and I read in Tiger Beat that he likes gum. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, that, that's that's Tiger Beat. So I don't give a fuck <laughs> who married who. God damn it. She uh, yeah. Um... Oh, I want I wanted to say another word about uh, James Franco. Uh, the first the first theatrical movie that he was in was Whatever It Takes in two thousand. Oh my. Yeah, like those wacky teen sex comedies. Uh, and no, then... it was
0: this uh this film that that decided uh that made uh tommy weissot to decide to give him his blessing wasn't it
2: yeah for for the disaster artist yeah yeah <laughs> what do you think of my muscles really tough kid right <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, he does like showing his ass a lot, and he is wearing very nice silk suits. Yeah, if, so. if
2: you uh, yeah, if you like to wank, to Franco, I mean, like, you know, let's let's face yeah. it, like, uh, yeah, like, this like, is the movie. He is. There's a lot yeah, of. I can
1: see myself in you,
2: Franco. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, we're the same age, <laughs> you and I. I feel.
1: <laughs>
2: well, but he is. Uh, here, you know, he is. Uh, he, he's got. He's got. He's, he is at least the shirt off, and frequently the pants off quite a bit. And he is cut.
0: Mm. Oh yeah.
2: Like he's oh, okay. yeah no this, he's he's cut. If that's what you're looking for.
1: There you go.
0: He may be problematic but uh Yeah, there's there's
1: no foreskin there. He's cut. You know, yeah. I, I, uh, I I saw this uh, back back
2: when I saw this though. Um I didn't I didn't I didn't remember having seen him in Spider-Man because I mean, I mean frankly you could have stuck anybody a lot in that of part. Don't. Um yeah. but um no, I remember uh, me and a friend watched this movie and we were we, were, we thought Franco was really badly cast in it. Um, because, yeah. because like, uh, Franco's emotional range, I feel is better suited to when he's used in stuff like Pineapple Express and the Disaster Artist, you know, like the way his facial expressions are and all that, you know, yeah, freaks yeah. and geeks. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think this, but in a dramatic role like this, it's kind of like, I don't know, his two facial expressions are getting really old here. <laughs>
0: I thought he did all right. But <laughs> I'm not I mean, really dissing uh, him necessarily. Really it's
2: an, well, you know, well, yeah, there's so much else to look at, you know? You know, I he's am. got the you dimpled the cheeks, the dimpled ass, you know. <laughs> <yeah>.
0: <laughs> hey, but, no, okay, okay, so yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be getting into that Well, th- we that want to later. talk about
2: old oh, lady tits. he got into that later. The same year he did fucking City by the Sea, which is one of the biggest piles of shit ever with Robert De Niro and Francis McDormand. Yeah. Did you ever see that fucking thing? <laughs>
0: no. I avoided it. Fuck,
2: fuck that movie with a goddamn vengeance. Uh, that was another piece of shit I saw in the theater around that. I saw everything in the theater back then
0: uh
2: my wife well. is a
0: lie um <laughs> uh it's also a free uh features as his mama jewel uh brenda Blethyn, yeah she Blethen.
2: she is an uh, uh, english actress um she was in secrets and lies in 96 which was a major uh, best picture contender at that time but they gave it to english patient because i mean i never saw secrets and lies but it's got to be better than the english patient
0: it has and she be. was uh mrs jenkins and the witches
2: yep yep she, and, yep, uh, she was in *Rowing's the witches she was in little voice and she was in a river runs through it and and she, she she really does absorb that new orleans accent you know child <laughs> i'll have you cut and put out for the winos
0: it's my birthday, day
2: <laughs> woman do i say anything about your ass getting fatter by the minute
1: <laughs> i <laughs> like to eat my dinner with my shoes With on. my shoes <laughs> out.
2: we have three different uh triumphant returns from previous cage movies on this one though because we've got scott Cann, uh the stranger himself uh yeah, yeah, as yeah. his friend in texas city um and uh scott can actually gets the best line in the movie because uh james franco is like you know about this about her about her drinking codeine he's like yeah so what he's like i Guzzle beer and you break shit <laughs>
0: she she drinks cough syrup
2: yeah and uh in a major role we've got harry dean stanton uh you know being being this great like low life thief type and um and we've got seymour casal again from from those really shitty uh cage efforts before um Hmm. and so uh for canon casal this is a massive massive improvement for stanton it's kind of a step down since before we got him in wild at heart you know
1: yeah
0: right
2: uh, this is also our third uh, uh cage uh, new orleans crossover
0: right and a lot of the actors uh were perform like local performers
2: yeah they, they yeah they since they were doing the, the movie relatively on the cheap yeah there's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of that kind of thing
0: and Cage said that like he had wanted to play Sonny for the longest time, but they couldn't find a director for it. Right. So. Yeah.
2: They couldn't get backing. Yeah. If if Cage if Cage had done it when he would have been the age of the character, it would have been around the same time as Wild and Hard and, and like uh, Firebirds.
0: Oh, my God. Can you imagine Lynch doing it?
1: well that's what this felt like it just felt like he was doing the director was doing their best lynch impression doing this movie some sometimes never really reached it
2: yeah well yeah this this well i think yeah i think there's there's a well this is this is the problem too is that this is this is uh, some actor directors um you know you know really were paying attention to directors as they went along and and they and they feel more confident going in whereas this one feels very much like a first film Um, And it it, like like it doesn't it doesn't feel like necessarily like something coming with somebody as this long a tenure in the industry as Cage has. Um, Because this is this is him fucking, um, you know, fucking 21 years into it, you know. Um, Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, like like, for example, when Clint Eastwood directed Play Misty for me in 1971, you know, um, it's a very it's a very confident film, you know. Like it's 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 you know it's 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 got sort of a relaxed pace, but there's a lot of use of montage and stuff like that and cinematic effects. And in this yeah. one, like you know, like it's it's not necessarily choppy or, or 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 super amateurish because he's got professional people around him. But like mm-hmm. still, like if the if the director isn't isn't working, you can you can tell, you know. Yeah.
1: Like you get like wow.
2: you got all those weird montage bits with the fast motion and stuff, and it's kind of like I. I would not have done that.
1: <laughs> nope.
2: I also, you know, in the soundtrack, the soundtrack, they got, they got, they got, they got all that, uh, they got all that rush and Chicago and, uh, and, oh, and they got David Bowie, Church of Mad Love.
0: <laughs> oh, hell yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I think he mentioned on the commentary he used Bowie because he really loved his music and he just felt it kind of fit the film and... okay.
2: Oh, yeah, well, you know, God love him. What can you do?
0: Yeah. <laughs> And you get a, a, a cameo from his brother, Mark. As, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the oh, John hi, walking down the stairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: um, so um, the, the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, 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 the Hua that, that, uh, that, that jewel, the Cajun's mother has is Mina Savari. Um, and she was in Gregoraki's Nowhere, uh, which is a good moment. She was in American Pie um and uh she was also uh she also played a sex worker in stuart gordon's wonderful movie edmund (laughs) yeah um and uh she's in american beauty someplace but you know fucked if i know like i'm gonna watch it you know
0: Mm. (laughs) i think she's the one that he keeps uh masturbating to oh
2: okay Fair enough. i think i've seen about 30 seconds of that movie and i'm pretty much good with that you know
0: that yeah, party. that's fair. If
2: there's a movie that wins the Oscar that year and everybody's screaming over it and wanking about it, then you know it's not worth seeing. Mm.
0: Great soundtrack, yeah. though. <laughs>
2: um, so uh, I'd like to mention, uh, though, this, this movie has Brenda Vaccaro, uh, who plays Meg. Um, and uh, for me, she, she if anything made the movie, I mean, the movie doesn't work, but for me, if anything made the movie, it was her. Um, so she, she had a really long career. She was in Midnight Cowboy and Airport 77, and <laughs> she was in Supergirl. <laughs> and uh, she yeah. did like three episodes of murder she wrote and uh she so she's she's the one um uh, she's the one who's who's Sonny's old customer when he comes back to town he's like mm-hmm. no I don't do that work anymore she's like what did the army break you <laughs> this is my friend and we both need sex and we'll pay for it well i, I don't know i suppose <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah. uh, what, and what the uh,
0: the tailor uh, is like uh yeah we're not about
2: that job you're kind of still a man whore (laughs) and i feel like that would hurt our business so no
0: yeah
2: Yeah, um yeah she's she's like come on sonny you come to our table and have a drink with
1: us
2: (laughs) but no like, like like she's she's just so great and earnest and terrible and uh and she reminds me a lot of a lot of women uh that i've met in my retail career Hey. What? Fuck you. I met you in school, not through retail. You're not the one who's supposed to have that reaction. (laughs)
0: Look, just because I said, hey, why don't we go for a drink? (laughs) During class. No, no.
2: When I I was... uh... No, we were drinking in class. <laughs> Who are you fooling? It <laughs>
0: um, was my flask. <laughs> yeah. I got you one for your
2: birthday that year too. <laughs> um,
0: that was pretty great. No,
2: but like when I was at the Walgreens, though, there were there were women whose husbands monitored their spending, oh, like man. like Megs do, and uh, and they would want to me to do pictures of them on like cruises or impromptu trips with their friends that their husbands were not supposed to know about. Oh. And they weren't out there hiring like man horse or anything, but it was still like you know on the sly, you know, like and the attitudes the same, you know, the way they conduct themselves is the same, you know. It's like this, 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 this whole sort of situation is like, oh, I got a new husband, nice, quiet little surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had one of them who appreciated my discretion, and she actually showed up with her husband at one point, and, and mum was the word. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And, and 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 no she appreciated my discretion and she gave me dark chocolate she's like thank you for that
0: <laughs> did she invite hey, you no. to a party no she did not no. yeah i remember that one time that couple invited us to a party <laughs> <laughs> oh gee whiz
1: oh gee whiz, oh, gee whiz. Best, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 i don't know how this works what do we do next i'm gonna eat your sandwich while wearing this white suit that's what happens next <laughs> i'm gonna fuck your brains out <laughs> and, I'm, and i'm thinking like huh hot creepy what is it what's what's he doing oh i don't they're all, all on the floor now it's all well. okay all right <laughs> uh so uh oh, by the way speaking of the soundtrack the end titles run to the wall of voodoo cover of johnny cash's ring of fire yeah. Um, which I really appreciate actually because it also musically recycles Jerry Goldsmith's theme music to our man Flint.
1: <laughs> oh shit.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Ding ding ding.
2: Uh, we should have watched our
1: man Flint instead. That movie kicks ass. Well, let's There's hop so in
0: the time machine. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. We couldn't afford a DeLorean. We only have a Toyota.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, 68 miles. Oh no, can't do that. <laughs> yeah, well, we have this... a
2: Honda Civic. That's all we need.
0: <laughs> hey listeners. We have a Patreon page.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, our cars need your love. um,
0: um,
2: uh. um,
0: I should say, I guess that uh, Cage said that he was into the story because he felt that it was um, an actor driven story and that the characters were against the norm for Hollywood, which I could definitely agree with. He said that um, like he called them outlaw characters because they're they're definitely against the norm. And it's like it's somebody that he didn't want to judge or like you know, say this is a bad character, right. this is a bad mom, or whatever. But like you know, they're definitely not like. I <laughs> you think. Know. Um,
2: I think this wanted Bless to you, be. Uh, I think this wanted to be one of those feel bad movies, kind of like John Cassavetes would do, although not quite as committed yeah. as a Cassavetes movie. But it's about people who who uh, characters who have unconventional problems. Yeah. you know like like you know, like being a man whore and not knowing how to get out of it, you know, but not knowing how to function in regular society, you know um it's well, just, it's just so a, like, that like but end. but when I don't know I'm sorry, what are you gonna say i
0: really i really like the movie
2: <laughs> um, i I wanted to like the movie, but uh it it didn't it didn't make it for me. I feel like if you're doing something like this that 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 um that you actually have to cut less. That you actually have to use uh, less, um, less directorial, like like sort of sort of trickery, and you, you have to you have yeah. to have long takes, and you have to have mm. uncomfortably long takes. You have to have uncomfortably long shots and you got to have parts where characters are sort of like eating away at each other, you know, and you got to, you got to have the actors just like, like, like indulging in these punishing emotions and giving it to the audience, you know, like, like, like the, like in, in the, in, uh, in a woman under the influence, you know, um, fucking, um, uh, God damn it, uh, Casavetti's wife. I can't remember her name. General Gen Rollins. General General Rollins and Peter Falk. Oh, yeah. Like like she has these parts where she spazs out because she she has mm-hmm. this kind of mental issue. Um, and, uh, and 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 uh, and her husband Peter Falk. He doesn't know how to deal with it. You know he'll in, in you know and he'll yell at her or slap at her and they'll be doing it in front of the children. And It'll go on. and It'll go on. And in most films, scenes only go on long enough to give you an idea. Like Coppola, Coppola's movies are montages, right? You know, you get you get right. enough of the scene to move it along because the whole thing's editing. Whereas in this, it's the opposite. You know, it's like it's like a play. You're in the moment. You're stuck in there with them. You know, and you're not even going to enjoy it. You know, but but it, it but that's that's what you're there to witness. And I feel like this is the thing. the story is sort of supposed to be. And and I'm not necessarily saying that everybody has to go make a Cassavetes movie because I'm not that pretentious.
0: well i just like a a story that can put me in somebody else's perspective for a little while and just like something unconventional that i'm not
2: no and and i appreciate that that's why it's not a bad idea for a story but i'm thinking yeah, like it's
1: not a bad idea it just could have been better well I, i'm thinking you're going to do it go full hog
2: well we, well yeah no it's it's a, it's a I, I know we keep coming up to this and i i feel like we're a broken record to you, to you listeners at home but like i feel like 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 it sort of is one or the other though you have to you have to make a choice about the way you're going to do it and the way this movie was being directed uh that 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 sort of mandates shorter rather than longer and this movie runs yeah. for 110 hmm. minutes and it's a fuck long time for what it is for the for the way yeah. it's done like like if it if it had been the, done the other way that i suggested then that would have that would have justified it but there's like attempts at musical montage and stuff like that you know and 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 um you know it's it's they they really should have tightened it up better in editing if that's what they were going for
1: yeah.
0: well it's it's funny that you were talking about uh james franco and his two faces <laughs> the two faces uh, of franco in uh interview magazine cage talked about uh about working with franco and he said quote he's uniquely his own presence but at the same time it's impossible when i'm in the cutting room floor uh cutting room excuse me not to see other uh kinds of icons emanating from him
2: i heard uh, that yeah.
0: <laughs> he was talking about uh james dean warren beatty and charles bronson
2: yeah they keep mentioning in the commentary they brought that up too young charles bronson you know and i i i i i, I thought uh, james dean and brando very much was something that they, they were trying to do yeah you he- see
1: Mm. Yeah, he even mentioned uh, Brando at the very end, where he said just the whole stance he takes, the slow look up at the door before it fades right. away from that. It was very. It reminded him very much of what Brando used to do.
2: Yeah, no, like he's yeah, it, like Franco's was able to act with his body and all that stuff, you know, um, you know, which which I, I could see evoking it. It's just like like like. Uh, just, when I when I talk about the two faces, I'm I'm literally just talking about the face. I'm not necessarily saying he's not acting. I'm saying like there's mm-hmm. a limit to his expressiveness. Like like in terms of musculature. It's not it's not it's not about something that you could choose or develop, you know.
0: Right. Well he was also saying that uh, that Brando had, had said once that to be a good actor <laughs> you have to uh, you have to be able to cry and be attractive while you're crying. <laughs> Franco gives Tell us pretty tears, afraid.
1: man. <laughs> yeah, Brando also had my favorite line of acting, which he said, acting is bullshit. You're just lying. That's all acting is. You're just lying about who you are. <laughs>
0: I was fucking, that when he I, was doing uh, uh the, the Island of Dr. Moreau? I adore, <laughs> when it was being I adore
1: Brando. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I adore Brando.
2: I, I adore Brando, especially for his work in the 70s, where he was really off the fucking chain, you know? Yeah. Where he would, he would not learn lines, and he'd go on the scene, and the scene was whatever he was going to make it. And you were grateful he did. it. Yeah. Like, like I, fu- I fucking... like Apocalypse like like, uh, like, Apocalypse Now, yeah, great one there. And, no, but most of all, The Missouri Breaks by Arthur Penn, with him and, and Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. Mm. Because he's he's rushing into the scene, he's putting on an Irish accent, and he's pulling a corpse out of a casket, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: like it's fucking oh. wild. It's like you're like you're there you're there for the show, man, and and he's the show. Oh, uh, but no, well, but Franco, I, I... Frank, we get Franco acting all over the place though, because we get the the whole naked screaming. It's like fuck you, Squares. I'm better than you. I'm better than you. <laughs> fuck you
0: fuck you well apparently cage wanted them to be naked in that scene because they were more fragile no it, 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 <laughs> it makes
2: sense to the scene i mean they all just they like like he and his friend both got with his sister and they you know had the drinks and listened to the chicago when they fucked you know
0: but you know like when in those scenes where he freaks out you just know that like Cage was sitting there like god damn it This should be me this should be mine (laughs) I
1: thought you were going to say he was there Furiously masturbating (laughs) If I wasn't 35 That would be me up there
0: (laughs) I am the bright shining star (laughs) (laughs) Oh god damn it Uh But uh Yeah we're about to spoil the ending We always Um. do there yeah. was no ending. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah they're, they're, he wants to run away I?
2: with her, and he probably doesn't. Um, now, in the commentary, it's explained that it's supposed to be something where the audience is able to choose. Yeah. But there's a sequence mm. of events, and uh, the way it plays out pretty much says, like, yeah, he fantasized about running in the street and running off with her, but he's still staring at the door, because he choked. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, and... boy. Now, uh, sweet summer child. you'd never... <laughs>
2: You would never know it was there, but there actually is a musical score in this movie, um, from from Clint Mansell. Um, but you know, this there's so much soundtrack shit that you never really know. But Quint Mansell did a lot of work for Joe Carnahan and and Jared Aronofsky. You know, like, he he used to matter.
0: Oh, to. um, if I I have to say this before I forget. Um, cool. so near the beginning when uh Mama slash Jewel is has introducing Mama. Karen says sunny manu go she's she says that um he's he's amazing and she trained him herself
2: yeah no there's there's a there's a a oedipal thing in in here you know yeah no yeah no it's it's meant to be unsettling this is no this is a feel bad movie this is not for your comfort
0: (laughs) (laughs) no no that's for sure that's for god no i remember
2: that watching i'm like she trained him this is gross. Well, I like, gross. I
0: somehow missed well, also, it in he the learned, first, uh, Oh, you did.
2: Um, okay. Well, he also yeah. learns later on that, 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 that Terry Dean Stanton, the bum hanging around the house with mama is, is in fact, his father after, after yeah. he won like one game of gin rummy or something and blew up in his car. It's like, Oh, okay. This is literally Oedipus. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah, pretty much. God, you he just doesn't knew uh, that pick out his die. eyes with
2: knitting needles, though. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: a
0: shame! But you just knew that he was gonna die because he got so excited because he oh, yeah, finally he's like, won again. No, game. you don't. You
2: you don't get it, Seymour Casale. I won. Me, <laughs> I'm the winner now. My luck's turning around. Now where's Jonesy? My <laughs> yeah,
0: luck's turning around. <laughs> Today's the day. Things are so great when they're good. Yeah, totally
2: uh, yeah, no, yeah, no. Uh, 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 truck, truck hits his car, explosion with fireball. <laughs> yes. Uh, which, which, uh, you know, it's it was kind of adorable. It's like, oh, okay, high octane action out of nowhere. I got you, okay.
0: Right.
2: Uh oh, uh, so uh, you know, yeah, but uh, so so it doesn't work out when Sonny goes goes to Texas City uh, with uh, with Scott can because. Um, Uh, he was the the business he was going to work for that his dad ran uh, you know, his dad died and and they they lost it. Um, And, and, and so uh, when, when Sonny comes back to new Orleans, he's turning tricks again. And so you get him doing a a costume thing where he has to go to a lady's house, pretend to be a police officer and do it with a nightstick. It's like, all right, lady, you're under, you're under arrest. (laughs) It's like, please, I don't want to get in trouble. So you're going (laughs) to resist. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like this is precious oh this is the worst <laughs> role play ever it's great
0: and she's like please no and she's putting her hand up to the the bedpost for him to, he goes to and he stands
2: by the window and you see him getting it hard and yeah. she gets on her knees and she's cradled up against his leg <laughs> Oh, but but you know but better than that though is is the part where 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 he's where his mother's begging him to stay, like saying that she doesn't have anything, and then it yeah. cuts right to him fucking Brenda Vaccaro going, Oh sonny, yeah. Sonny and you see your tit flopping around <laughs> You know, and, and then the commentary Cage is like, Now this smash cut kind of presents an impression and it's kinda of on purpose, so <laughs> <laughs> oh god
0: so should i go into my segment uh
2: Pretty yeah the yeah the whole movie's Never. your segment i mean this time i mean you own this yeah, one yeah, it's yeah. the opposite of last week's movie yeah.
0: so i want his clothes oh clothes off uh first of all we get frank ass. Mm, 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 mm. We we get nearly <laughs> the
2: entirety of franco
0: yeah yeah almost almost so close so so goddamn. Well, that quotes. blonde lady
2: should have moved her dumb head, freaking codeine fiend,
0: right? Like a son of a bitch. And it's just, just like, my Ugh, medicine. Ugh, it's move. like
2: no, his dicks are medicine.
0: <laughs> head move, <laughs> um, but and I kept like uh, pausing and like uh, play pause play pause and tried to get just the the, the sweet screenshot, but no, I, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So that's
1: normal, but me watching 70s porn makes me a fucking freak. Yeah, because they got that bush, you sick bastard.
0: Yeah, what the Dick's fuck? Dick's had sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> <How's your name? laughs>
2: howdy there. Dick sideburn here. I like to meet Charles Weathers and the Kray Brothers. <laughs> Say howdy there, fellas. <laughs> i'm here to fix your plumbing
1: <laughs> oh, my. Uh, uh, uh,
2: fuck the world wawa petals are classy <laughs>
0: um in this movie you also see young chick boobs and ass uh and you get to see one and a half pairs of older women tetes and i gotta say okay tétés. yeah they're older ladies but they have some damn fine looking teddies. I mean, they're not sagging. They don't have stretch marks. Good for it's you, not, girls. It's not bad, but it's still, you
1: have to push the day old bread before you get the new bread out. <laughs> you know what? That's very responsible. Yeah. God yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you know, everyone. <laughs> I don't know about you, food lovers, but I know when I'm having a bad day and I go out drinking, I like to go get some rough trade so I can beat up a guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cut his face, uh, you cunt! Cut his fucking face! <laughs> uh, I've been so... bad. I need
2: to be punished. <laughs>
0: luckily this thing didn't
2: harp on the new orleans cliches quite as badly as and did no no you know
0: well no and i think that's because And and the writer actually
2: uh didn't want to do new orleans originally his script was shot elsewhere it was set elsewhere in louisiana and it was set in like 1961 Um, yeah
0: i think it was um uh lafayette
2: yeah i think that's right yeah um No, and uh... uh, and also the bookstore thing was Cage's idea. In in uh, in the original version of the screenplay, um, he he wanted to go off and be a truck driver.
0: Well, and Cage uh, just knows New Orleans so goddamn well that yeah, it makes
2: sense, you know. And and, 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 like he said, uh, he was in New Orleans in the '80s, so it's it's based on stuff he remembers. Just like Acid Yellow was based on people he'd met, apparently, even though it sounds like a character from Hackers.
0: He also it said does. that uh, Central Grocer makes a great muflata sandwich, so there's
2: that. Is that, is that what uh, Franco was eating there?
0: No, he just said it in the commentary, like, apropos of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, nothing. Yeah, way. yeah.
2: The, uh, in, the, in that commentary, you hear the producer kind of keep trying to get it back on track. It's like, okay, Cage, that's your wax and <laughs> philosophical and all. Uh, you know, why don't we mention this? Yeah. You know
0: great move a lot of sandwich that's great okay
2: all right yeah um (laughs) right and the commentary cage keeps basically going on about how uncliched he wanted to be and 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 not non-judgmental and and alternative and you know when you keep deciding what your movie isn't you know you you kind of kind of run afoul (laughs) yeah you know it's like okay but what is it what's left what's left man you got to give us something
0: Mm. um apparently antoine's restaurant is his favorite there so uh yeah
2: also um fuck tonic i just want the gin yeah.
1: <laughs> just,
0: what's, that, man what's that tonic
2: special. even doing there
1: <laughs>
0: uh, dude I, I i just uh was reminded last night i i just can't do regular gin it's got to have like uh the, the like the herbs in there or something
2: you ever have you ever have a good organic one a good juniper one
0: yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it needs to have something in there. It can't just be straight like beef eater's gin. Oh, you it can't have can't
2: the, the 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 regular Bombay. You gotta have the Bombay sapphire, you fucking pretentious person. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, regular gin tastes like scotch tape and I'm cool with that, okay?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, <God.
2: laughs> I ain't uh, slamming it for no highfalutin taste. <laughs>
0: Well, I think the problem was that uh, I had my first bottle of gin when I was like 19. I was just talking to Donnie about this last night. And um, I just. And you just been t- torn down. F- <laughs> like, well, my friends and I, you know, we're all like 18 19, or no, no, I was 17. And we're all, you know, 16, 17 years old. And so we're like, oh, hot damn, we got some gin. And we we tried said gin and it was like oh sweet Jesus Then you then you uh <laughs> then then you uh,
2: coughed and choked up gin at your nostrils, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well we couldn't find a damn good chaser. Like we tried everything and it was just like nope 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 No nope, you
2: don't apologize for gin, you accept gin. <laughs> Apparently.
0: Uh so, so uh, um, did you
2: did you listen to John Carlin's commentary as well? I did not. I, I, so I d- I did listen to some of uh, John Carlin's commentary and uh, in it, he keeps making the point that there is a difference between being a man whore, a male whore and being a gigolo because he was, he right? was, he was, yeah, he was gigolo. stressing that, that people throw out the word gigolo a lot, but a gigolo is, is more like an escort where, yeah. where, whereas, but, but there are male whores where it's like, no, they're not there to be seen in public with you. Then they put a, put your dick in you. That's the difference.
0: Oh. Well, how about that?
2: Yeah, at least, you know, in John Carlin's perception, guys, that's how that's how it goes. You know, remember, this is the guy who wrote Lethal Vows.
0: <laughs> also, they ain't got nobody. But up, but up
1: the heat. Well, speaking of nobody, are we going to face this off?
0: I think we should. Before
1: we face it off, I just want to tell everybody at home
2: that that David Lee Roth recorded his album "Eat Him and Smile" um, over again in Spanish. Oh. He wanted to in well, the Mexican you. youth market, um, but apparently the, the Spanish wasn't genuine enough, so it was rejected. So the album's a rarity now. Boy, but, the more you, but know. you can hear a loco del color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ross. Uh, but, yeah, no, face-off, fuck it. I got, I got some facing off to do, bitches. Who you got? <laughs> so, since this is a film with the passion of Tennessee Williams, um, I think uh, Paul Newman for Sonny. Uh, oh, Catherine yeah. Hepburn for Jewel. Uh, oh, Jane Fonda as that younger whore lady. Uh, oh. Burl Ives Yay. as Harry Dean Stanton. Burl Ives. Uh, maybe Robert Redford for Scott Conn. And oh, yeah. um, as the car explosion, Montgomery Clift. <laughs> and uh, the, you know, what? failing that, I I'd just import the entire cast and crew of Requiem for a Dream because that was the good movie that came out that year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Redford too. That's crazy. You
2: were you were thinking Redford? Now, yeah, yeah, Now I was thinking Redford in the '60s. Which Redford were you thinking of? Were you thinking of embarrassing old Redford?
0: <laughs> Day, where
2: no matter what movie he shows up in, it's like. Hello, twenty-five-year-old woman. We will be sexual partners, won't we? <laughs> that could not happen. Oh, Sherry, you know, like I'm like, you know, like barely legal, but yeah, Redford, this is happening. You're damn right it Put is. Put your
0: weight into it. So, <laughs> oh, um, I had as Sunny John Voight oh, no. as Jewel dustin hoffman in drag. Oh. <laughs> and drag uh unfortunately I mean, sylvia hoffman miles just that. passed uh sylvia miles just passed in june so i'm going with my favorite actor kathy bates as uh oh. karen oh, oh. <laughs> while
2: well, well, we're, well, we're working up this hot cast uh, how about george kennedy for uh, harry dean stanton <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: yes sir I, that certainly is something <laughs>
1: I see siblings have shared some common interest oh, on their lives. <laughs> so in the part of Henry, I have Danny DeVito. In the part of Sonny, we have Steve Gutenberg. Yes, yes. Jewel, we have Kathy Bates. And Karen is oh. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> Acid yellow, and Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. I wasn't gonna change it.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, sucks suck on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking amazing. So, uh, P- PSA
2: moment, you guys. Uh, apparently, according to Cage's commentary, acid yellow is supposed to have AIDS.
0: Oh Jesus! Oh, my God. Well, yeah, well what he the did, hell? Th- no,
2: he said in the commentary that that uh, that because uh, because AIDS was not more of a thing until after eighty one. He wanted right. to set it right then, so that you could still have a movie about horrors and have disease be less of an issue. But Acid Yellow mentions that he and somebody else have that new bug that's going around, and they're not sure. Oh, you know? no. Yeah, you know, that's he's Kaufman. He's sitting there hell, doing cocaine. Boy. It's like, oh yeah, because you know, back uh, back then,
1: Jenny the, uh, and Forrest does guns. does
2: he have it? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yes. This is, this is back when Ronald Reagan was
2: calling it the gay cancer and saying, yeah, let him yeah. have it. You know?
0: <laughs> God damn it!
2: <laughs> then he said, "P.S. When, fuck them uh, all," you know. And then he said, "Oil can."
0: <laughs> Sonny was an angel. <laughs> he fed them and treated them like an angel, even though he's got it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he treats them all like an angel with his penis. Yes. Well, well yeah, you I'm guys gonna fuck to your find- brains out.
0: Uh, any sort of wisdom and all this? Yeah, I
2: got some fucking wisdom. It's like, huh? My mom's a parasitic pimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She has used me as a whore since basically since birth. Huh? I'm off in the army. What should I do? Well, I want to stop working as a man whore. Should I go home? No, no, you don't. Go somewhere <laughs> don't else. Fucking go home. You got discharge money. Go anywhere else. You stupid fuck. Get a career <laughs> with the armed forces. <laughs> It's like the easy parts
1: over Hard part, whatever, you know,
0: Uh, dumbass. Uh,
1: my wisdom is it comes from the tagline used on the poster. Oh God. That was so dumb too. His life was the morning after until he decided to change the night before.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's like,
1: wow. They were really reaching with that one.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, the the but, box I think is designed to be misleading. By the way, you know he's he's sitting there leaning against the wall in that in that uh, GQ outfit he's got on, and they got like the chick like spray painted the graffiti next to him, and it's like, yeah. oh,
0: I'm he... here too. He
2: has a longing oh. that knows no name. No, he's a man whore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was happy because I, I I like to go into a story not knowing what to expect, so I didn't look up the the summary or you know the no, oh, description yeah, it becomes the apparent
2: movie. pretty quickly in there, you know. But uh, you know, uh, speaking of movies surprise. that you don't expect, uh, a, a movie that everybody should see instead, I think is Sunny Boy, the the movie with uh, <laughs> yeah, you know it, you know what I'm talking about, with David Carradine in drag, uh, and Drag, uh, and 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 fucking Brad Dorif, and and Paul Smith, and it, and it's about uh, about this uh, this uh, wild child with his uh, tongue cut out, uh, whose uh, corrupt parents use him to commit murder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: As you do, <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. It's like yeah, it took a tongue out of a monkey. Uh, Everybody My... go watch Sunny Boy instead.
0: <laughs> My KG wisdom would be to always make sure you get your money up front. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, you're of have to break that's all I'm TV. going to
2: give you. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, but this this TV's worth three hundred. Oh, who wants a busted TV?
0: Oh my! No! Fine.
1: Take your money, whore, whore. God will get you for that.
2: (laughs) Uh, Oh (laughs) shit! Yeah, we should have watched the Hillside Strangler movie instead. (laughs) <laughs> speaking of instead i have navy seals running without sound in the background god bless america you lucky man <laughs>
0: let's jump into the the time toyota <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: oh,
0: so- Please uh, listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcast and Podchaser and just about anywhere uh, you can hear podcasts, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts, because that helps us uh, get noticed. Uh, please tell all your friends and enemies and loved ones, uh, hated ones, and uh, your veterinarian, whatever. Uh, tell them about Cage's Kiss. Get the word out there. And uh, remember, we have a Patreon page. really? <coughs> And we have a new Patreon patron. No fun. Thank you to Jenny. Yay! To Jenny. Jenny! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very, very much. All right. And remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook twitter and uh instagram uh at cages kiss you can visit our website at cages Kiss.com, and you can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com uh you or can also hear the couch.
2: just reach back there <laughs> yeah.
0: you can also hear my other podcast uh bed knobs and broom flicks on just about on any podcast platform <laughs> i believe this week we are covering hocus pocus and adrian what you got going on
2: oh for the love of christ uh, uh well i'm ending my life sucking job that part's good
1: yeah hey! yeah
2: um and you can find me on deviantart as leo the fox all lowercase all one word you can see my artworks and you can go to my youtubes at a, a. smith and donnie has something
1: I don't have it. I don't have some new bug. You don't got
2: it yet! Just
1: just just accept it. Well, you can find me on Twitter under Unreal Goals and the Boy Who Blew on Red Tube and wherever half-piced books are sold.
0: Yay. Yay! Boy, you know
1: and you ain't never made to book bathroom your Fucking
0: up your toilets. Yeah, I'm fucking your toilets.
1: Yeah, your toilet is a whore. It's a whoa. I do declare.
0: <laughs> I ain't never had to pay for me no sex no before, I spec. <laughs> and now it's time to celebrate because we will be seeing you next week with adaptation.
2: Oh, is. Sweet Jesus. Holy crap. A good Cage a movie? Good movie? That never happens.
0: <laughs> Are you sure Cage was in it? No, I'm in doubt. Cage <laughs> is so good. Cage is in it twice. Oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Why didn't uh, Cage star in duplicity? Or multiplicity? There we go. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, I why... like
1: pizza, Steve.
2: <laughs> you know, I feel like if Michael Keaton had done sunny it would have turned out better.
1: Yeah. It would have been a better movie. Yeah. <laughs> Michael oh, Keaton, yeah. wherever you are, we love you.
0: We love he you so much. He would do the
1: podcast.
0: Would he? Would he, though?
1: <laughs> yes, he would. He's like, yeah, hey, you guys, I don't mind. I'll do this for you. Why not? Nah, that isn't
0: great. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, feel like I he don't, don't like care him. about awards. We <laughs> oh, love him so much. So, uh, until then... Cut his face! Cut his motherfucking you face! You cunt! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Cunt everyone. Hunt cunt
0: cage cage cage
1: cage. Cage 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 peach cage I could eat a peach for hours. Cage. Please.
0: Hey, it's me, and I'm back for my brief report on Lisa Marie Presley and Nicolas Cage. So Presley had been married four times before. She was married to Danny Kyo uh, from 1988, and uh, with him she had two kids, uh, a boy and a girl. She then married Michael Jackson after that for about two years, and her third marriage was to Nicolas Cage, and unfortunately, that was um, way briefer than her marriage to Michael Jackson. Now, they both met through uh, a mutual friend, Johnny Ramone. You may know him. (laughs) And uh, they... They seem to have had a good, strong friendship and seem to have mutual respect uh, after the divorce when um, Lisa Marie said, quote, it looked attractive, like I could be equal. She said, similar situations, similar backgrounds. So we connected. We had a great connection. We were both a bit, we're sort of these gypsy spirited, you know, tyrannical pirates. So There you have have it, uh, tyrannical pirates. (laughs) uh, Once again, I am so sorry for uh, uttering the phrase, I don't know. So hopefully this made up for it. Thanks and see you next week.